Hi everyone, I'm Deja. I'm Liv, and you're listening to another episode of The Rebound But if you could see the concentration <laughs> on Olivia's face. You'd think there's actual different keys that I'm tapping. Like, oh, I, I thought you different. were playing a drum. I was. No. The key, but you... <laughs> But you said the keys. Hello, welcome to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's that thing? <laughs> How are you, honey bun? I'm good. Um, I'm alive. Do You're you know alive. What I mean? yeah. yeah. Um, I was struck with some um, alcohol-related illness, but actually now <laughs> some self-inflicted alcohol-related illness. <laughs> self, self-inflicted alcohol-related illness, but actually. Um, I'm fine. Sorry, yeah. question before I ask you how you are. Oh yet. no. No, no, it's that not. finger was a bit too strong. <laughs> question. Um when okay, I'm okay, I have to be careful. I'm not saying that people don't get alcohol poisoning, yeah. But what if you heard someone say I I got alcohol poisoning, wouldn't you just think you're just really hungover? No, I think alcohol poisoning is literally when like you need to have your stomach pumped because oh. it's there's too much of it in your blood. So like they're unresponsive. They've almost pu- they've blacked out basically. I've been there, but I wouldn't say I got alcohol poisoning. I just, I but too I much think tequila. that's yeah. So but how I, do you know that it's that's maybe that's my question. How do you know? How do you know that it's alcohol poisoning? I think I think there's probably some people who are a bit more tolerant to alcohol poisoning than others. Oh. So I guess the people who would need to go to hospital are the ones who have been affected by it, but other people might not be as. Affected. I get what you mean, as in like the what classes as alcohol poisoning is how your body. Relates to it, so like, to it, responds yeah. to it. So, like, someone might say that they've got <laughs> this is disgusting, but I'm gonna just show you. Go For on. example, if I had lactose yeah, and I got the shits, I wouldn't say I've got food poisoning. Oh, yeah, but it is poisoning me, that's why I've got the shits. Yeah, because I so have it's, it's different levels of, yeah, so it's how your body responds. I guess, like, I'm just trying to think because there's probably some people, like, you've probably had alcohol poisoning before, many a time <laughs> from, from the description that you've just given, but maybe because. Maybe because your tolerance is higher, your body can to get honest, rid of the toxin. They probably fucking pumped my stomach a couple of times, I tell you. Yeah. Funky bit of that, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> what happened? Was it like akin to the wig on the floor? Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know what's probably worse than that, actually? Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Um, so Do you know how I know Olivia's her biggest hype, like her <laughs> own hype person? I'm telling tell us she's the one giving the beat. It's not me, you know. Olivia's like, yeah, I'll tell you when I got drunk. <laughs> oh, God, I've got some stories, man. I tell you. So basically, um, I went funky bit with my gal gang, um, and it was on a Tuesday. So they used to have like urban night. Oh, cute. Um, like I can't wait for the day that we don't have urban night, yeah. and it's just like night. blacks go here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, what is urban night? What is that? What is urban? What's that even mean? Yeah. Um, Did. Do you remember that time in geography when our geography teacher asked us what urban meant and I was like, black? <laughs> and she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, you weren't meant to hear that. You know when you say things in class. But do you know what? I use the word, I will get to my drunk story, right? Mm. But I use the word urban to say, it's like my non-problematic way of saying they're like, of colour. No, like, yeah, they're like, they're like, they're like black. Obviously when we're younger, yeah, you'd be mm. like, ah, oh. wait, wait, wigger was an insult, wasn't it? No. Oh, I guess it was neutral. Like Lady Sovereign, people will call her a wigger. Yeah, so, so problematic. That we so problematic. But yeah, like, you know, 
when we're younger, we say ignorant stuff like, oh, she's basically black anyway. Mm. So when I say urban... Because she gelled the, her hair. Yeah, that's the grown-up version of me saying, she's basically black. Oh, okay. And so when I'm like, oh, I'm trying to describe her, I'm like, she's like, urban. Mm. Like, it's my way of being like, she's black, but she's not black. But I think that's how they do it with, like, urban music charts. Like, how can you have... Is it music from urban areas? That's what an urban music <laughs> chart is? Or is it, like, people who live in urban areas? Like, yeah. I don't think... I'm going to Google the it's word urban. Completed. I want to know what they want it to be because I, I do mean black but but I then I guess it. if it's like because I reckon it could be like metropolitan Ooh. areas in which case if they're multicultural then anyone can be urban they don't have to be black but a lot of urban culture is based around blackness mm. yeah yeah and so that's how I think about it I'm like oh they have a um, relationship with blackness yeah. but they're not black like basically Adele, would you call Adele urban yeah, in her, yeah, in yeah, her But she doesn't make urban music, but yeah. she is an urban babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, okay, this is scary. Oh, no, is so, it geography stuff? Yeah, kind of. It says, in relation to or characteristic of a town or city. Um, and then the second definition is denoting or relating to popular dance music. Oh, associated with black performers. Oh, that must have been added recently. Isn't we it? never got the credit for that before. Um, and then the example they said is like, hip-hop's traditionally urban vibe. Urban vibe. Who ever says urban vibe? <laughs> Who li- That's like the word woke. If I hear another white person say, yeah, man, like they're just so woke. <laughs> do you even know what that means? I literally hate it. Huh? It's just ruined now. You're yeah, ruining it. Literally just I can't it. ever use that word now. <laughs> I remember I said it to you in a voice note and I was just like, Ugh, <laughs> woke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Be a your drunk story. Oh, yeah. yeah. So basically uh, we went out and... Um, we, yeah, we went out. It was like Tuesday, urban night. I don't know. We probably didn't have funky bit of money, so I don't know what we was doing at the ripe age of 18. Ripe. Huh? That's what I was like, do, do I name drop? I wasn't <laughs> sure. But, you know, I'll do it. It's fine. I'll just have to reword my claims because I do think someone spiked me that night. But, I, you know, oh, I no. won't say that. But I've told you guys the truth now, so I just won't say it in the story in case that clip ever gets taken. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so basically we um, were in the club. So in Funky Buddha, or how it was eight years ago, um, the VIP sections are kind of like on around the outside. Um, and so the bar's in the middle. And so all the peasants that can't afford a VIP table are just kind of standing around. But basically like mm. everyone was on a VIP table apart from like the, the girl gang mm-hmm. and maybe a few other people. Anyway, we're just drinking. Everything there is double measures. Remember I'm 18 to like double measure. Mm. Like, why? Wow. Um, is it double <laughs> price as well? Yeah. Everything like there was no single measures, nothing. So we're having a great time. Music's good because hashtag urban. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, a group of guys like start talking to us. They're like, "Oh, we've got a table. Do you want to come to our table?" This is the first time I've ever been sponsored in my life. (laughs) Now I did get sponsored one time with Darren. Some man bought us Moe, and I was so like on like not of the knowing. I was saying, "Oh, he bought us Moe. Can you imagine?" (laughs) My um, cultured swine. Cultured swine, because I was literally 12. I wasn't, I was 17, but yeah. I mean, 18. <laughs> I was 18 in the club. I was 18 years old. 18. <laughs> you were well. allegedly 17. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. Some may say 17. <laughs> I would like to say 18. Anyway, anyway. So basically, some guys start talking to us. They're like, oh, do you want to come to our table? We go to the table. We can see, like, the, the bar babes, like, bringing over the drinks. I'm like, what? the world i'm also like oh my gosh I've, this is again so problematic mm-hmm. i'm also sitting there like 
I've never seen white people serve black people like this before. I was like, wow. I was like, really? You're like, like what in the reparations? All black <laughs> Legit. <laughs> anyway, so we're just having a time, whale of our life. This is the first time I ever had De Serrano. This is where wow, the, love the love relationship, started. yeah. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, and then the next day I was at my friend's house in her bed. That's Wait, how- that's, that's what you remember? <laughs> okay, I literally so was like, where's I the rest remember, of the story? I remember a small part of being on the floor outside the club and then saying, you know, we're going to call the ambulance. Your friend needs to get up out of the smoking area. We're going to call the ambulance. Um, and then the next, so that that I remember, we like kind of just blurred <laughs> the people, a security guard. I think they even maybe did call, but someone said, no, I can't remember. They didn't call. So yeah, I'm just someone getting confirmation from the studio. The studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then basically um, I woke up the next day and I didn't have my mobile phone because someone had stolen it. Or had you lost it? Well, when I called the next day, it wasn't there. So someone yeah, had stolen it. Right. Um, and yeah, we were with some footballers and stuff. Um, and I thought they were lying. That's why it's so funny. He was mm. like, yeah, I'm a footballer. And I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> And he, they were like, but we are. And then I was like, okay. Obviously, I, like he could have said, unless he said David Beckham, I literally would have had that yeah, reaction for anyone. Yeah. And then the next day I Googled him. I was like, fucking hell, Wilfred Zaha. Is that what the no fuck? No way. Yeah. The one whose girlfriend went to our college. Did she? Yeah, the light-skinned one with the curly hair that would never really chill with the black people. But whenever she walked through Glades, all the boys were like, woo, 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 woo. And she's not, she's not a brat. No. Oh, oh, oh. no. I, Which I think she did art, so she was on like by the oh. nice cafe with Red the good Woods hot chocolate. Man. <laughs> that hot chocolate used to slap. And the cookies. Oh, brother, bro. I could eat that um. every day. Um, yeah, I think she went to she went to Richmond, but I think yeah. they recently broke up actually. Which is sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, confirmation from the studio. <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, so that. Why did I even mention that? Um, drunk. Uh, stories. Alcohol poisoning. So yes. that night, they I probably could have benefited from them pumping my stomach. But what does that even mean? Is it literally <laughs> like they get water and they just flush it out? Like, what does pumping your stomach actually mean? Because it sounds a bit violent. I think maybe they put a tube... I think... Yeah, that's how awful I think it is. I think maybe they put a tube down you. Oh, I might have made that up. But I then what would up. they... What then? They have the tube, what then? <laughs> uh, what do they pump it with, air? Maybe, like, they make you vomit. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that sounds... Ri- that's not a good time. They suck it out of you. Oh! What? In the, with the straw? They put it into your esophagus and Oh, that's not sexy at all, is it? Yuck. See, that's... I'm glad that I've never had to have my stomach pumped or, like, have been that drunk. But then I think the people who have had it done multiple times, it's like, do you not... Did you, you not, not feel the first time when <laughs> it happened? Because obviously, once they pump your stomach, you're not you're not feeling great after that because the poison is still in your oh, blood and your throat might be a bit sore. Yeah, and I I can imagine that you're dehydrated, so they're probably like hydrating you with the UV mm-hmm. thing. You is it UV? I don't know what that is, but I you know the thing that they put in your arm. UV or IV? IV. Oh my god! UV is the rain. <laughs> I was thinking of sunscreen. Oi, you lot! I've got sunscreen now that works. Black girl friendly. It's super goop. Um, invisible sunscreen or something. It's absolutely fantastic. But yeah, I can imagine that people who have their stomach pumped, they have the IV. Um, and Mine's yeah. UV, you know? <laughs> and she was like, that doesn't sound right. Um, and yeah, then they probably feel better because yeah, they're hydrated and the alcohol's out of their system. But it prob- it's not 
instant. So you, yeah. that moment when you're coming round, that's when you say to yourself, I'm never doing this again. So how do you end up back there two weeks later? Do you know what? I can speak for those people. Go on, talk to us. Give us an insight. You know, many a time. Do you know what? I never used to be one of those people that said, I'm never drinking again because I thought, of course you're Don't lie. You're yeah. going to rave on Friday, Olivia. Yeah, yeah. And today's Tuesday. Like, <laughs> um, three-day turnover. So I never used to say that. But as I got older, I, I started to say, like, I'm never drinking again like that. Yeah. Which, okay. So, okay, in the last four years, mm-hmm. Okay, so the first time I thought you've taken it too far is when we went carnival and the whistle saga. <laughs> yeah, that was what, 20, <laughs> the A, 2017? Yeah. Yeah, so that was the time I thought. That was bloody okay, hilarious. Okay, really, really taken this far. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, this is like the post crying when drunk Olivia. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we've come far from that. Yeah. And then I think the next. I feel like the we've also the... come out from the sleeping when drunk Olivia. Yep. You don't fall asleep in clubs anymore. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, I just sleep in an Uber now, which is yeah, probably safer. I mean, oh, ooh. yeah, less embarrassing. Let's yeah, less that. yeah, less embarrassing. Um, and then I feel like there was another incident in 2019. Oh, wait, I didn't get mashed up drunk in Afro Nation. But I feel like oh, that did you not? year. I had a really major drunk incident. Your birthday. Oh, that's 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. think she was like, when's she going to bring that one up? Yeah, so then I didn't get really badly drunk again until... Your birthday. My birthday, which, you know, we've, we've been through that story. Um, and then, yeah, and then we've been in a Panasonic. Mm. Um, oh, no, last year, yeah, and I had to make myself sick. That was the first time. When? Um, bank holiday weekend. Which one? Um, August, sorry. Jane and Dara's birthday. Oh, that yeah. one. No, that was. <laughs> you were nah. really worse for wear. Yeah, but do you know what is I love about you? You have such resilience in your <laughs> drinking. Like you'll really be down for the I'm, count, I'm, but you come back up like I'm, a phoenix. You shall rise. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm back now. I'm better. Do you I'm know what? Like, in the last few years, I have like Walter is my friend. Mm. Walter on the same night, like, like so. Yesterday, this is why I thought I'd be fine today mm. because yesterday when I voice noted you, I was like, I know my limit. Is that what mm. I said to you? Um, you went into a lot more detail as well. You were like, I really know my limit because I did this and then I did that. And I think I'm fine. Because, and I yeah, had pasta salad. I yeah. salad with mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. And so at one point I just stopped drinking. Like I had a glass and I gave it to someone mm. and I was like, I just need water. So because I made that conscious choice, that's something that the old Olivia never used to do. Yeah. So, you know, I'm getting better. Thank you. I'm getting, <laughs> claps in the studio. Um, I'm getting better. So I just feel like I'm always down for a good time. I just need to know when to stop so that I don't feel like this the next day. Yeah. So that's what happens when those people get their stomach pumped. Yeah, that's true. But so I, do you think then you'll ever get to the point where... Never. Go on. <laughs> I, I, I literally think your answer is going to be never. But do you think you're ever going to get to the point where you're like, I think I'm going to get to that point. Like, you know when you stopped drinking yesterday, mm-hmm. I still think you were too far gone when you said... Oh, 100%. Do you think you'll ever get to that point, maybe 30% of time before um, then or yeah 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 i think do you know what it was because it was at a home and there was free yeah, alcohol yeah whereas maybe i'd think sensibly like i'm not gonna go back to the bar mm. but it's because there's a table in the garden i'm like well, i'm just gonna walk right back <laughs> over do you know what i mean when your mates are looking in the cup like oh you have a drink yeah do you know what <sighs> that's what always fucks me up and the first i think one of the first times i got like embarrassingly drunk it was actually your fault and it was, I've spoken about this well, before. Well, well, well. And 
I, we were at our friend's birthday party. I was helping people like warming up their food. <laughs> Olivia said, you're not drunk enough. Let's have some shots. Yeah, so she made me line. have a tequila shot, a rum shot, a vodka shot and a dark rum shot. Did I, think. I do all of that? Yeah. And you didn't do it with me. Oh, it was just me. That's quite me. Um, then, next thing I knew, magically, <laughs> I was in the toilet trying to vomit. As soon as I came out of the toilet, I vomited everywhere. So, the moral of that story... <laughs> let's not go there. Let's not go into that much detail. Because that is... That's actually one of my embarrassing moments. Yeah, that, and the that other moment day, you can you make were, me. you were like, we're not going to talk about that. Remember I was busting up when we did your birthday episode and I was like... Yeah, no, that was really yeah. embarrassing. Like, you know the moments that make you stare up into the ceiling? <laughs> Like that's anxiety that that we were speaking about, yeah. which is a word that we've learned recently. What does it mean, Olivia? Um, or it, the fear? Yeah, it means when you uh, feel anxiety the day after that you were drinking, or just yeah. Yeah, that one for me was was some real anxiety. Yeah. Um, I would never be that drunk again. Drink. I will also oh, come never. On. No. <laughs> no. Hen party, come on. Thirtieth. Nah, I don't. Because you know what? I don't like the feeling the next day. If it could be that I get smashed. But the smashed, good outweighs the bad. The I fun that you have Do you know how night? long my hangovers are? Don't you remember my uh, birthday? Yay. My 22nd, I think it was, when we went to reggae brunch. I had a 36-hour hangover. <laughs> and I was only 22, not 52. And I had a 36-hour hangover. Yeah, that's a bit much. And a UTI. I just... <laughs> my body was like, let me out. Help Stop. Me. <laughs> That was absolutely terrible. So I'm not drinking like those are two examples where I look back and be like, never again. That's but I can still have fun. Like I'm yeah, still yeah. yeah. But I I don't need to be vomiting everywhere, and I really don't need to be blacking out. Yeah. Do you know what it is for me? I think I don't vomit. Yeah. So I feel like I don't. I never really feel the wrath of the situation enough. I think mm. if if when I was hungover, I would be sick, I don't think I would get as drunk as I did. That makes but sense. But because I just think, all right, with water, ibuprofen, sleep, and a bit of food, you'll be fine. Mm. Evidence today. Mm. Then I just feel like, you know, we can go again. We move. Yeah. Anyway, enough I'm about glad, my drunk I'm glad act. you're feeling yes. better. Thank you. <laughs> Um, we're going to do something a little bit different today and basically just chat. Um, as you know, as you, if, I mean, if this is your first episode, you won't know, but you will <laughs> soon know um, that me and Liv have opinions on quite a few things, pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're basically just going to talk about some stuff yeah. um, and just see where we end up, really. So my first question for you. Yeah. Should everyone have the right to vote? Oh, yeah. Everyone over the age of 16. Oh, you think it should lower? Yep, I do. I agree. Um, these kids be fucking knowing shit. But then I actually am worried that if it was 16, Nico would have been our mayor. He would have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have. Because he was the... He got, the what, 50,000... Something mad. Yeah. He was the top independent party. Yeah, that which is insane. That YouTube, um, like, power, yeah. fan base. Yeah, I don't crazy. even know what to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it should lower to fif- to sixteen, and I think everyone should be able to vote, including um, ex prisoners too. A hundred percent. Wait, in England, that's not a thing for us. Is it? It's just in no. America. Yeah, just in America. Okay. But I also think prisoners should be able to vote whilst they're in prison. I don't think Ooh, they're allowed to do that because uh, you're going to go back into society. If we want to yeah, rehabilitate yeah. people, yeah. we've got to give them a chance to have a say of what their society is going to look like. So, do you think it would then maybe depend on the um, the time left of their sentence? So. No, I would just give it to all of them. What if they're a lifer? But you've got family somewhere. That's really interesting. And that's going to impact them. I, I just don't think, like, 
considering the the prison population in the UK is low, like it's a minority population, by giving them the right to vote, it isn't gonna sway it crazy that like the Green Party you're gonna be in. That's true. I mean, that would be nice, but I don't <laughs> think, yeah, I don't think That's it's gonna sway it that much. I think I wouldn't give it, I would only give it to people that are like, have a year left or a year oh. or less left. Cause I think they are, they will be actively going back into that society where the walls the laws or you know would have changed mm. i wouldn't see the point in giving it to people that are not um coming out anytime soon yeah yeah mm. that's basically. fair that's fair um okay my question for you um how does knowing too much benefit or harm you bro <laughs> i was listening to Kalechi's podcast a couple of weeks ago and she said sometimes i'm too woke i just want to sleep <laughs> and that my friends is the answer to that question i think um Knowing too much can mean that you overanalyze things. Yeah. You overanalyze the racial undertones, the misogynistic undertones, the queerphobic undertones, mm. um, the, able, <laughs> the ableism, the fat folk. You just analyze everything. Yeah. Like you see one situation and you're like, yeah. oh, that is bad because of the X, Y, Z, A, yeah. B, C, F, yeah. Right. Um, so I think you can really, but I think that's also a strength because it allows you to see how a lot of our actions and reactions to things are actually just programmed into us mm -hmm. because we're taught a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. And if not everyone is unlearning these problematic things or these kind of, um, the way that we're socialized, yeah. they're gonna respond in a very um, predictable way, yeah. Yeah. which is usually problematic in my opinion, because I know too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it does benefit me understanding people a bit more and like understanding where they're coming from. Because um, then I guess you can try and educate or like share information as opposed to like criticize them i mean i'll criticize as well yeah. but i also think like if we're going to move forward we need to like share information yeah i agree i think i think it has sometimes i hate it mm. i actually like hate knowing too much i definitely think like since having without the filter mm. um i know too much and <laughs> sometimes like i just want to like enjoy things for face value mm -hmm. and i don't want to think like well, you know, does this align with without the filter? Like, mm. actually, Olivia, unlike that, because you don't agree. The picture's pretty, but read the cat. Like, sometimes yeah. I just want to take things for what they are. And also, I think definitely with like the racial understanding thing, like, it's constantly in my head, yeah, you are black. Mm. So, like, anything that happens that feels off, I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm black. Mm. <laughs> and it, and it, what, the reason why that scares me so much is because like obviously the race card has been used to like as a weapon against us mm -hmm. by white people to shut us up. yeah to, to keep us quiet but sometimes because i'm so hyper aware of my race and i think about it so much sometimes i'm like fuck maybe i am using the race card in my head because i'm mm. like i'm questioning that someone has done something like this to me because of my race but Maybe it's not. Like, maybe mm. they're just an arsehole. But then, then the other, and this is, again, knowing too much, then mm. I also think, yeah, but that's such, me being black is my identity. So even if that person doesn't actively think I'm doing that because I think she's a black beep, <laughs> they are viewing me mm -hmm. as a black person always or yeah. as a black woman always. So even if they don't mean to, they mm. are responding to me in that way because of the, 
preconceived, preconceived notions. Uh, notions and ideas that they have about me as a black woman. So yeah. it is because I'm black. Yeah. But it also might be because I'm a black woman, because I'm straight, because whatever. Like it's, yeah. it's everything about my identity. Mm. Um, Absolutely. And yeah. But that that's why saying someone's playing the race card is such a poisonous response. Yeah. Because it's like, if you move through your whole life in the world knowing that there's a common thread of the way people respond to you, um, I think it might be because it's <laughs> how people perceive me and because of the colour of yeah. my skin. Like, and you just know something feels a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. So I think knowing where all of that originates from mm -hmm. can help you understand like the different power plays that people go through. Because some of the reasons why, like you said, people treat you like shit, it's not because they actually hate every single black person. Yeah, yeah. They think we're inferior. So they're going to treat us as yeah, though we're inferior. Yeah. That doesn't mean they hate us. Yeah. They just don't respect us. Yeah. Oh, and word, hate word, can word, look word. different to lack of respect. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and I think sometimes if a, if a minority group is telling you that something is something, sometimes listen yeah, and don't literally. say, oh, no, oh, don't be silly. She didn't yeah. mean it like that. How do you How know? Do you know? <laughs> Did you do it? Do you, you speak from experience? Right. So many questions. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. What's your most embarrassing favourite song? Oh, my gosh. Um, probably, like, something by, like, Justin Bieber, Bieber or Ariana Grande. Mm. Um, I thought you were really a big fan of Ariana. I wouldn't. Think I am, so I wouldn't think it's embarrassing. But I think maybe you might say like that's embarrassing. Absolutely. <laughs> but Absolutely. I think real ones know that Ariana's not. Not a real not one. Let's talk about that. That's my next question. <laughs> am I not a real one? <laughs> <laughs> not if you think Ariana Grant. So maybe yeah, Justin Bieber, um, something from back in the day. Yeah, not baby. But I don't think that's embarrassing. Baby. So what's embarrassing? Then you got to give us a song. See, I won't really assign any of the sort of things that I like as embarrassing, personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, or maybe just like a boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Let's spend the night together from now until forever. Boom, boom. Or, um, oh my gosh, no. There's a song that I sang on here one time and you was literally looking at me like, what the fuck? Mm. Oh, it's remember I said me and Dara found it on YouTube, yeah. And it's mm -hmm. like, I'm an emo kid. Oh, nonconformist yeah. as can be. You'll be nonconformist too if you look just like me. Paint my nails and make up all my face. I'm almost emo enough to start shaping my legs. Stop. Oh no, that's bad. The next bit is bad. I'm not going to sing oh, it. Oh, is it probably? See, that goes back to knowing too much. Yeah. It's. Nah. So that's maybe a bit embarrassing. Um, that is embarrassing. But can I just pause quickly because I know we wouldn't have spoken about this in a previous episode. Do you know what's not embarrassing? The return of Nicki Minaj, like, beam me up, Scotty, being available on all streaming platforms. I thought Where? you were really going to cuss me then. What? Your arms were going too far. Do you know what <laughs> is embarrassing? I was like, shit. It was just, I was layering my defence yeah. just in case there was any Do you know one rebuttal. thing I have to say? <clears throat> Let me just pull up my jeans <laughs> to say... Do you know, I haven't listened to the album yet. Uh -huh. The one song I've listened to is Crocodile Teeth, which uh -huh. is a Skilly Bang yeah, song, yeah. yeah? That is my tune. Yeah. When that song comes on, I'm no longer a pacifist. <laughs> Everyone get fuck when I reach. I'm not fuck like sex. The gun, okay? So that song, I don't feel like Nicki Minaj needed to be on that song. Sis <laughs> just said, did a 16 yeah. and let the song run. Yeah. That's a SoundCloud cover, sis. I am what are you doing? Easy with the, do you know what I mean? No, but I, that's the only song I've listened to. So I'm just okay. giving you my real feelings because I, mean, I was shook to listen to it because I was like, I don't want to be angry at Nicki. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not yeah. angry, I'm just disappointed. Okay, I'm still bothered by that, but that's okay. How do you um, feel about it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, like most of the songs are, um, majority of them are old songs. She's just put them on streaming platforms now. Okay. Um, and I just loved it. It brought me back. I just, you know, the lyrics were just coming out of my mouth. I just 
like you know, I made some home videos which I'll share with the group later. Oh, please do. Um, I just loved it. I just absolutely loved it. Can you give us some highlights? Um, yeah, definitely. It'd be. It, I thought well, that might have been itty bitty piggy. Um, and no, do you know what? Um, what's the one with Drake? What's the one with Drake? Anyone in the room? I'm, I'm the wrong one. Um, I think I might know the song when you say the title. It's his, one of his early, early um, songs. It is... Oh, Best I Ever Had Remix. I was actually going to say that, but I didn't want you Bro. to cuss me and say it was wrong. Nah, like... Ugh. That early Drake... Do you know what's so weird? I was thinking, we'll get back to the questions, but we're mm. just here to chat on it. Mm. Like, how comes none of us fancy Drake back in the day, but now he's like... <laughs> Steph said, uh, present. <laughs> <laughs> you fancy Drake back in the day? Yeah, Steph fancy really? Drake for a while. Really? Is it the beard that bothers you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what she said is too problematic to repeat. <laughs> too problematic to repeat. Yeah, he does. Um, like he's he's a handsome man. I think. Listen, Drake could get Drake. Is but since how long? How long um, has he been able to get it? Like only since the, the like the beard and the muscles and yeah, stuff. Um, before that, you were like, no, thank you. Not just not really my cup of tea. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think that like there's there's a certain type of you know man <laughs> that can get it. Uh, he fits into that right. obviously because you know I'm DSS usually. Yeah, right. yeah, right. The admin assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the admin assistant. Yeah. Do you know what? I actually have a story about um about like. Um, how do I even phrase this story? I was telling this to one of my friends the other day because we walked past a, um, a house that some guy that my friend was seeing um, used to live in. Uh-huh. So you know this guy, actually. He was light, he's mixed race with green eyes. I'm just, no, but I'm going to come back to that. Um, so yeah, one of my friends was was seeing this guy and like, I met him first, right? We met on MSN, we were MSN friends. I Fancy the MSN. pants off him, he had green eyes, you know, like <laughs> automatically he was, I mean? he was um, great looking. So... Um, I like he's been running shit from day. From day. So I introduced him to one of my friends from school. And then next week... That was your first bad news. That was your first <laughs> No, because I was like, oh, friend, friend. <laughs> Let's be friends. <laughs> next week now, they're all like lips in um, while Bare I'm there. You know when you're tea. like holding the bags? And that's when I realised <laughs> that I've um, always... I've been in third world for a long time. Like I have a strong third world experience. <laughs> And it reminded me because we walked past his house and I was like, when I think about it, he actually wasn't even that sexy, mm. but it was just because he fit the category of man that yeah. every girl was like, yeah, not going to lie, that would be nice still. <laughs> and then I was never in his category. So right. that's fine because obviously growth happens. Hashtag growth. Hashtag growth. <laughs> yeah, that was really humbling though. <laughs> really humbling. <laughs> wow. So you know when someone tells you you're ugly, but they don't tell you. <laughs> Oh, no. The actions is telling me everything I need to know. Thank <laughs> and you, you go in the mirror like, what could I change? <laughs> Thank you, kind sir, for oh. this boost. Oh, can I tell you my embarrassing song? Yeah. It's Hannah Montana. Um, I love Hannah Montana songs. Do you? Yeah, yeah. She's got one called Rockstar. Um, okay. The Climb, I think, is actually... It's the climb. Yeah, I, just anything Hannah Montana. Come on, everyone. And I'm running with an uphill battle. And I'm running that I have to lose. Didn't matter how fast I get there. And if I didn't expect my heart to sound. It's the club. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Here we go. Thank you. Yep, yep. 
Um, oh yeah, I do love I do love Hannah Montana. Okay. Um, oh, we're getting deep. Do you let others take away your happiness? Not anymore. I used to. I used to be a real people pleaser. So I'd want to make sure that like anything I gave was well received. And if it wasn't well received, that would be me out for the count. Um, But no, I don't think I do anymore. Only because I know how precious my happiness is. Mm. So I need to be able to keep it safe. And if I can let someone impact me that much that they're affecting my happiness, then then it's problematic. I, I mean, I'm quite fortunate that I haven't been in any situations where I've been vulnerable that someone could take away my happiness, like okay. an abusive relationship or anything yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, no, not anymore. And I'm quite glad because, yeah, I used to be quite the people pleaser when I was younger. What about you? Um... I think I'm on my way out of mm. that space. You're exiting the building. I'm exiting the building. Friend deuces out. <laughs> um, yeah, I think similar to you, obviously, you know, I, I have been, um, I wouldn't say a proud member of the People Pleasing mm. Club, but I've definitely been a long-standing a member, yeah. Mm. Um, there's lots of us there. Lots of um, but, and so I think, yeah, I'm leaving that space of being a people pleaser and worrying so much about pe- what people think and trying to, do the most for people. Um, but I think when I did, it can take away my happiness because I'm sacrificing stuff that I don't want to do mm. because uh, to make other people happy. But yeah. then I'm not happy and I'm doing it begrudgingly and then yeah. it gets ugly. And then people probably don't even care if you they don't, don't do it. Even care. But you're bracking up your back to make them happy when actually they could. The back is twisted. They don't up care. And they would have been fine if you yeah. just said no. Exactly. Like, and you only learn that when you're when you're older or you really sit down with yourself and you're like, well, I don't even have to deal with that. <laughs> cool. Literally. Um, okay. Oh, here's a really abstract one. Go on. Oh, actually, no. This one's funny. It's not funny, but the wedding. Um, is a jobless person considered a burden to society? What about monks? Oh, <laughs> wait. Did they say what about yeah, monks? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's literally is, additional. Mm, are they a burden to society? Ooh, that's tricky. It's hard, isn't it? That's hard. I think, okay, ultimately, yes. Like, Mm. literally, yes, because, like, our taxes and stuff are paying for them. But in terms of my view, do I see it as a burden? I don't. I actually never, and maybe this is something that when I admit that I'm a real adult, Mm. (laughs) that I'll start to think about. I actually never think about our taxes and stuff ever. Mm. So when people are like, that's coming out of taxpayers' money, I think, well, it's fucking coming out anyway. Mm. Okay? We, I can't decide where it's going. I mean, obviously, I wish if I we voted, could. You know what I mean? But like, truly, I don't have the power to say, right, you're taking X amount of tax. Please, can you let that go to um, refugees fees, actually, and asylum seekers and children and free school meals? Thank you. If I could do that, I would. Mm. But we can't. So when I think about people saying, you know, basically like the money's gone anyway Mm. so i don't see it as like it's not like as if we are now having to pay more tax Mm. for jobless people yeah we're Mm. not so i wouldn't say they're a burden but obviously literally they are because maybe if we had more people in jobs obviously a government issue more than a them issue Mm. um but if we had more people in jobs then maybe the money that we have for the that we 
give out for benefits could be used somewhere else. Mm. But there will always be jobless people. We're never going to have everyone yeah. working a job. So I think... Because obviously older people, when they retire, they're technically jobless people. Yeah. They are not a burden to society exactly. in terms of like what they bring to society. But I think is when you think about it from like a capitalist point of view, mm-hmm. people no, people who don't contribute to the economy are essentially burdens because yeah. you have to keep them alive. Yeah. But the people who I think, when my taxes go to anything to do with like war or the royal family, mm. I'm like, delete it. Yeah. And the idea that like they were proposing to create a ship in memory of Prince Philip which was going to cost however many million pounds. I said, not bro. my tax money. <laughs> bro. But, no, it's, but, w- but it will be my tax bro. money. That's what makes me mad. But you can't feed the fucking kids, but you're going to have right. a... Yacht. Where's the, who's going on the... For yeah, who? Yeah. For war? Yeah. In the middle of a Panasonic? This is how you want to spend the money? This is how money. you want to spend the money that people are giving. Like, are you joking? Yeah. No, it's, it's when people do stupid shit like that, that I'm like, right... It's not necessarily the, the jobless people who are the problem here. Yeah. It's the distribution of wealth and how you're using my taxes. That's the problem. Not them not having a job. Because some people also don't want to have a job. And I think, you know what? Like, that's fine. It would be more helpful if you did have one. But if you don't want to have one, then we can't force you. So, okay, no, that's... Uh, I've got a second... going to die. I've got a question then back to you. Okay. Is that okay then for certain people to just decide so they don't have any additional ailments that are making them... That are preventing them from working somewhere mm. they just actually don't want to work I've, and and I've, they're claiming benefits so they're not like partners money or anything mm. i mean the human in me mm-hmm. says yeah that's fine because really? some like some people just if you feel like your worth does not come from work like you or you feel like you're like significantly hindered if you do work like your mental health or whatever even if it's not a mental health condition mm-hmm. like you just don't like it it makes you feel yucky yeah so you decide not to work i mean i feel like it makes us all feel yucky but yeah. it's, it's so much so that you're like i actually don't want to work i don't have a problem with that really but what i don't what i have a problem with is the way that those people are villainized is that a word yeah, yeah. vilified in society so that every ill in society is their fault the people who don't work i don't like the way that it's been spun but i think if there was less vilification of that i feel like more people would feel more comfortable to go into work because there's not that like um that like stark contrast between yeah, yeah. like oh i work i contribute to society and i don't and i'm the underclass and i don't yeah, deserve yeah. anything what do you think? I feel like you disagree. I completely, like, like, even you saying it, my buddy was like, what's she talking about? Um, I don't think that, I don't think it's okay at all. Mm. I think if, like, yeah, we'd all love to fucking sit on our asses at home. Mm. Um, but we don't have that luxury because we have to make money to feed our families and survive. Mm. Um, so I don't think it is okay to just not work because you don't want to because there's probably more people that are working that don't want to than are doing it because they actually want to mm-hmm. are we also talking about like poor people here because you know there's enough rich people who don't work because they don't want to oh yeah i'm talking so about every, every yeah, yeah, yeah. but so I'm, I'm talking about people that are claiming benefits oh okay okay um so which can also be rich people as well because yeah. they be you know mastering the system they know the holes uh, right so yeah i just think i don't think that's okay um yeah unless you have any ailments um that are preventing you from work but i also think that's a bigger um thing that we need to look at how do we make the workplace more accessible Mm -hmm. um for people with um physical health disabilities mental health um disabilities like just you know neurodiverse people like so i think if we were able to also deal with that again there would be less 
jobless people mm. but for people to just not work just because they don't want to um and then they're just getting benefits then i i don't i don't agree with that mm. is that because it's coming from your paycheck or like so say if you weren't working because you don't have to like yeah. you were being sponsored yeah, yeah. forever yeah. like would that still bother you um yeah and maybe it comes from a place of like um i find it i feel like no, you don't get to do that. So mm. even though it's not actually bothering Your money. me, yeah, I just think, well, that's not fair. Yeah, we'd all like to do that, but we can't. So mm. you don't get to just not do that. Okay. Because if everyone did that, then there'd be lots of people not working. And we, and then I think, and we all can't afford, our economy cannot afford for that to happen. Mm. So you don't just get to opt out. Mm. Is that mean? No, I think it's realistic. I think I'm just very much like people really shouldn't have to do what they don't want to do. Mm. And uh, that's why I'm not prime minister. Because like, if my <laughs> like, everyone can just do what the <laughs> fuck they want, like uh, that our society would be an absolute mess. But I think my a lot of my idealism relies on people having um like caring for society yeah, yeah. so like if i'm like saying good nature like, right yeah. yeah it depends on people having good nature because i'm saying like oh if you change the way that people who don't have jobs they're perceived it might make more people start working other people might just be like well if you're saying that i have to work i'm not gonna i'm yeah. not gonna work my mom's not gonna work they're not gonna work yeah. so i think a lot of my idealism does rest on that so it can be a little bit unrealistic at times i would admit that i get that um thank you for your honesty okay. um oh go on oh sorry there's two that i'm battling in between ooh, 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 um ooh, 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 ooh. okay one or two two okay if i love someone and they don't love me back how can i turn that into a positive why <laughs> what a thing what a thing <laughs> um if you love somebody and they don't love you back so it's unrequited love yeah um, you can find the things that you love, like you can figure out what it is that, that you love about them mm-hmm. and try to find where you have that in yourself. So say, for example, you like a grinder, a real man who provides. <laughs> I was watching Blue Therapy yesterday and honestly, that's, I need to the, watch that's it, the theme. Even though it's toxic, but I, I like. It's mad. Yeah. Um, if you like that in someone, you can then turn that back on yourself and that how can I be a provider? How can I work really hard to get what I want? Like, I just think that you can turn it back on yourself and be like, oh, I can better myself by being more of that sort of person that doesn't love you back. Um, I guess also then thinking like, there will be someone that does love you back at some point. I can't tell you when, but it will probably happen. But I think the the former suggestion might be a bit more of a productive way to get over it. Yeah. What would you say? Grab to cry. Like, what do you okay. mean? What? There is no positive. I love you and you don't love me back. Oh, there's <laughs> got to be a positive. No, I can't. <laughs> really? Yeah, no. Like, are you, what do you what mean? If they can't I love, love you. Back? you. <laughs> what if they can't love you back because... Mm, I'm trying to think of a reason why I've they not love you back. I've got a second question, but go on, go on, go on. Um, no, I can't. I was trying to figure out a way to get you. What, what was your question? Um, do you think that love is a choice? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I, like I, I, yeah. I, I think you have to choose, like actively choose to. Oh wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> no wait, I think love is involuntary. So by by virtue, it's not a choice. Yeah. yeah. But I do think in order to have a successful relationship, you have to choose to love them the way that translates to that person to make the relationship work. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah. But actual like love. No, I don't think love is a choice. In the studio, do you guys think love is a choice? Not a choice. Not a yeah. choice. When you have a child, it's confirmed. 
that is such a good point if you didn't hear um, when you have a child you have no choice but to love that child yeah mm, what about you yeah i don't think love is a choice i think um i th- i think you can <laughs> I don't think it's, again, like you, mm. like, I don't think it's a choice at all, but I think you can make a choice as to how actively you participate mm. in your love for that person. But just like, if someone falls in love with someone that they, sh- that they quote unquote shouldn't, whether that's because the other person's in a relationship or whatever, like, you can't help who you fall in love with. Yeah. Like, you, like... You just can't. Yeah. You just can't. And and that's why, I know this is going on a completely different topic, but that's why, you know, when, like, homophobic people always try and have an argument about, like, oh, but you don't have to, lo-. like, you can't help who you fall in love with. Yeah. Like, that, like it's from your heart. You yeah. can't it's your hat. It's from <laughs> your hat. <laughs> yeah, there's not a switch that's like, oh, I won't love that. But, like, you cannot help it. It's yeah. something that happens inside you. You don't actively choose to love someone. Mm. If it was that easy, everyone in the world would be in relationship if that's what they wanted to do because mm. you were just like, I'm choosing to love yeah, him. Yeah, I'll turn that on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. do you want to choose to love me too? Fuck yeah. you know, let's go. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, love is one of those weird things that like you literally cannot control. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess like love is one thing, effort is another, mm-hmm. but a lot of people equate the two. So if you don't put in effort, you don't love me. Yeah. Ooh. Whereas actually they might love you but they're just not completing the triangle by putting in the effort. Woo! But then I guess someone can put in effort, but then not, not love, love you. you. So yeah, I think that they're not related. Like when you mm-hmm. really break it down like that, you can have the two things separate. What do you think? So it's just, you, I'm thinking, can you put effort in without loving someone? Like why would you then put the effort in if you didn't love them? Maybe to make them happy. But then why would you want to make them happy? Because people deserve to be happy. Because <laughs> 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 for sex, we're getting yeah, we're getting for, sex for in the studio. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no. that's true. That's true. Yeah, because because I think, mm. yeah, because I think love can make us like selfish. Love can make us think that everything is about us. Like everything that that person does is about <laughs> so us. Right. Yeah, so if that person like. Do you know where I'm? I'm trying to go. Like, yeah. if they don't do something, it's because they don't love you. But yeah, actually, yeah. they're just not putting in effort. It doesn't mean they don't love you, yeah, but then, yeah, yeah. oh, I feel like I'm going but around then, in circles, but, then, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get it. It's, we, we attach a lot of, um, a lot of emotions, additional emotions to love, yeah. and then we mix it up and like, this is what love looks like. When actually, when actually love is just love. Yeah, love like is just one thing. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> just love. Wow. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, interesting. Well, love is a funny one, isn't it? That's so true. Um, okay, my question to you, my darling. Mm-hmm. Um, what is depression and why does it exist? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we love to know? <laughs> um, hmm, okay, I think depression is um, essentially low mood, mm. persistent low mood, but also like persistent within an episode, like not necessarily for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was it? Why does it exist? Mm. Uh for a range of reasons i think it partly exists like biologically like Mm. you know it's just something that we can't happen but i think there's also a lot of external factors that Mm. result in depression um and i think it's like common external factors that mean that like that is just a symptom of depression Mm. kind of thing yeah um 
and this is really, it's actually connected to something else I was thinking the other day. Mm. Um, and I'm going to try and talk about it with sensitivity because it's just what's in my head. Mm. Um, and so I was thinking about like um, anorexia and like, why is it that, and, and I know eating disorders can affect people that are in bigger bodies and smaller bodies, but specifically thinking about anorexia, mm. like, is it not man-made? Okay, but like, mm. like anorexia is specifically like wanting to be smaller, mm. but like, isn't that like a westernized idea of beauty? So like, like, mm. like, I'm sure there are people that suffer with anorexia in countries where maybe being smaller isn't ideal, mm. but is it more? I don't know if it is, mm. but is it more common, say, in the West because we've got Eurocentric ideas about being smaller? And then I just thought, if that is the case, how, how, like, oh my gosh, like, mm. at, like, there's literally like a eating disorder, which is also I know anorexia is like it affects mental health, so like a mental health disorder and an eating disorder that has come about mm. because of literally society's idea of what it means to be beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. I do get what you're saying. I'm actually trying to process and think like, if there were cases of anorexia or any eating disorder that that person wants to be smaller, if there were cases of that in countries where it's not idealised, yeah, yeah. like, to be small, mm -hmm. what would be the cause? Like, is it, like, yeah, a mental... Because, yeah. obviously, depression is, like, a, an imbalance in hormones. Mm -hmm. It's like your, your brain is just, a, like, you know, it's just trying to figure itself out, and if they fluctuate too quickly and it can lead to an episode. But, like, if if anorexia is caused by that as well, yeah, yeah. then anyone can get it, yeah, and it's yeah. not impacted by Western External, beauty standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could be that it's more... Freak, it's like more um, prevalent in the West yeah, yeah. because if that person already has that tendency of having anorexia, they're all they're being like fed those images, so they're more likely to um, have anorexia because they've already got that gene. Uh, yeah, gene yeah, is the yeah, wrong yeah, word, but yeah. you know what I mean. I get what you mean, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I was just thinking then, like, so opposing to that, we, not to say that it's not there, mm. but I don't know of uh, an eating disorder or mental health disorder that is someone like wanting to be bigger mm. to the same extent that people that suffer with anorexia want to be smaller. Mm. Do you know what but I mean? But do you think that's because of the society we live in? It's fat phobic. So yeah, we're not, exactly. And that's what made me think, yeah. wow, so this is actually like because of our fat phobic society. Yeah. It's a bit of a mindfuck. I don't know. It's just off the dome. Yeah, no, I, th I think it's a really interesting question because it, it then makes us think like what value we put on people who are in different bodies. Mm -hmm. And even when you think about people who like say they want to put on weight and they're actively trying to put on weight yeah. and like the um, confusion that comes about when people say they want to put on weight because like why would you want to be fat why would you want to weigh more why like it's almost that like disgust like oh my gosh yeah, yeah. whereas if someone says oh yeah I want to lose weight people are like oh yeah cool actually try this juice like it might help like the so it's just normalised to so want a smaller true. body yeah. but if you want a bigger body you're somehow mad yeah. Yeah. so it's really weird yeah that's a bit of a crazy one yeah. Should we do one more? Yeah, sure. Um, is it my question? Yeah. Um, Okie dokie. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Do you think regrets can be a good thing? 
well, I guess it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode with alcohol regret. <laughs> I personally think that can be a good thing because it might save your liver. <laughs> um, it is your liver, in it, that alcohol goes yeah. through? Okay, just didn't want a UV, IV situation again. Um, yeah, no, I think it can be a good thing when it teaches you lessons of like how to live your life in a more considerate way mm. and that way being more considerate to the NHS that have to stump, uh, pump your stomach um, but I think unless people decide to look at it in a positive way yeah. it can just be crippling yeah. instead of actually progressive 100% what's your thoughts um, I don't think they can be a good thing mm. but I think I think regrets are separate from lessons. Mm. So it, something might start as a regret, mm. but you get the lesson out of the regret. But yeah. I also think you can have the lesson without the regret. Yeah. 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 Um, I just think often we get it only from regretting it. And then we think, how can I make this a teachable moment? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that's after years of the regret regretting ruining it. your life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 try not to and if i'm being honest do i have any regrets in my life and i'm gonna answer that in a second so mm. just for that, the <laughs> final question um i don't think i have regrets anymore mm. i think that maybe five years ago i could have told you a million regrets that i had mm. but i don't think i think they've just held me back mm. um, yeah and i think that i'm then just like resentful of and Olivia that made some decisions that she wasn't equipped with the skills to deal with things in any other way. Mm. And I know you said that for me and you said that for me. Yeah. And so I feel like it's just like, I can't regret it because I've done it and it's happened now and I can't mm. ever change that. I can only change how I think about it and I can only do things to make sure it doesn't happen again, mm. unless it's alcohol and then I'll just keep drinking. Do it again, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, th I don't think regrets are good things, but I think you can find lessons out of bad situations or situations that shouldn't have happened. Mm. And yeah, blessings rather than regrets kind of thing or lessons rather than regrets. Mm. Um, but yeah, final question, do you um, have any regrets? Do you know the only one I can think of is not learning to drive sooner? Really? <laughs> That's literally the only one. Like I don't have any deep ones. But I'm sick and fucking tired of being a bus wanker. <laughs> so I really regret doing not doing something about that sooner. Really hoping I'll be able to get that sorted out soon. Yeah. Otherwise, it will just continue to be a regret. Um, <laughs> and not a lesson because I'm not fucking driving, am I? <laughs> That's literally the only one I can think of. Um, do you know what I also realise? You know how people make jokes to cover up, like... <laughs> That's my brand. That is what I do with driving. I'm like, yeah, bus wanker! <laughs> like, I will get a t-shirt that says bus wanker on it before I drive a fucking car. <laughs> Because then you can't call me a bus wanker because I've already called myself it. a bus wanker. Like I'm owning it. That's a joke. Oh, gosh. But hopefully, you know what? Your episode 104, you're going to have a man. By episode 104, I'm going to have passed my test and have a car. Jeez. Hold me to that, that please. Was, no, that would definitely happen. No, but if it doesn't, I'm going to be embarrassed because someone's going to listen to this and be like, oh, she's still not driving. Yeah, but Lita, this is what I say every week when I'm like, right, soon I have to stop talking about 104 because just in yeah. case we get there and the man's not there there. I might even write him into the pod. Fucking hell. Yeah, it'd be like, look, we've been waiting for you. <laughs> I'm going to speak. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that you haven't hired someone. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, bro. Ooh. I like just chatting with you. Yeah, it's nice. You're a good it? laugh, you are. Oh, stuffy. Yeah, as good are you, laugh. as are you. Um, it's funny how, like, how conversations can evolve when you ask just one question. Yeah. I always find that so interesting. And I think that's how we know that, like, we're conversationalists, as we say, because we yeah. can just be like, yeah, onto that, and onto that, and then onto that, <laughs> yeah, and then onto yeah. that, and then round back to that, and onto that. 
that's one of my favorite things about our friendship same, same. um should we pull some cards that also say nice things about us? Or Let's well, it might not be that. nice things to be honest <laughs> because sometimes we get the drag. Might be a gentle drag. Gentle. Um, okay, I have a really nice one actually. I have two and they kind of balance each other out actually. So I'll start with the sadder one, shall I? Okay. Um, so number six from the Kalechi se- season, Spiritual Seasoning for the Soul um, is crying is okay. You are allowed to feel things. And it says there's a prayer in crying that you should not deny yourself. Feel what wants to move through you so you can make space for peace. I love that. And then number 37 is laugh for no reason. (laughs) And it says, you've been very serious lately. Laugh right now. Laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your little giggle. That was a real laugh as well. Um, Okay, so I'm also pulling from um, Kelechi's spiritual season for the soul. The first one is number two. It says, people do hurtful things. That is their journey. How we react to the things people do is our journey. Wow. And the guidance for that is... Um, sometimes yes you might want to bad people up for the way they treated you but that says more about you than it does about them carrying the pain from the hurtful actions of others steals your opportunity to find joy in the present moment Ooh. so don't regret just the just lesson get a and driving lesson right <laughs> Exactly. Kind of man. Do you know what I mean? Download Hinge again. Easy. Oh my gosh, you're going to download Hinge again? I'm not going to, yeah. We'll talk about that. I'm literally not going to. What about Bumble? Okay, not going (laughs) to. What about Tinder? Oh, definitely not going (laughs) to. But where will I find the man? On my balcony? Who knows? Stay tuned for another episode of the Okay. Um, (laughs) Bro, he's got to be the delivery guy. At this point, Like, I'm going to keep buying clothes. So that he can be the delivery guy. <laughs> Although, oh my gosh, I just have to quickly tell the people just mid-card, yeah? Go on. Um, Mama Dunks from episode five <laughs> um, sent me nail polish, yeah? And she said she put in the universe that the delivery guy was going to be paying. That day, I was in a meeting. Mm. And so when the door went, my mum answered. And then, anyway, when I finished my meeting, my mum was like, oh, here's your father. And she a bit alright, you know. Actually, and then I messaged Jeff, and she's Look like, "Oh at my gosh, that. I've, been, I've never seen him. I've never seen him again." You just got to order something else from that same company. Steph's got me. <laughs> um, okay, the other one is card number forty-four. Um, it says the creator gave you the ability to create. Use it wisely. Mm. It says you possess the ability to create and miscreate. Refrain from manifesting more pain for yourself and others. Create an environment for peace within yourself and project it onto the world around you. Yes. Oh, that is my vibe, isn't it? Just... mm -hmm. That's me um, vibrating peace. I mean, although it looks quite chaotic, (laughs) but it's... Yeah. Anyway, um... This has been cute. This one's well cute. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, Olivia, where can they find us? You can find us at The Rebound Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can hashtag The Rebound Pod to continue the conversation. If you are one of our wonderful listeners that listens to us on Apple Podcasts, then please do leave us a five-star rating and review. That's five. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five. Five-star <laughs> only, and that's on period. Um... Please don't forget to like follow us and share the podcast from Amazon Music or Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, you can follow DJ at Khadija underscore Rose and me at Olivia Pelita. Um, thank you so much for your support always and we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.